FYI, this podcast contains spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 54 of the podcast that goes snicked. Snicked. <laughs> I'm your host, Jason Minimal, and I'm joined once again by Denise Seibert. Hey everybody. <laughs> That's my line. I know. <laughs> Gonna bite my style. Sorry. Anyway, we're here for another episode of Digital Wolverine. Digi Digi. Snicked it. Snicky good. So we're going to, of course, continue in our weekly coverage of the Marvel Infinite Digicom Wolverine. Colon. Japan's Most Wanted. And this is going to be Chapter 8. Colon. Uh, (laughs) Show and prove, I think. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. We know what's going to get shown. I wonder what's going to get proved. Pruned. Did you say pruned? No, not pruned. <laughs> Pruned. Proved. With a V. Alrighty. Cool cats. I don't know why I'm doing <laughs> that voice. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't even think it really applies to anything we're going to talk about. I don't think so either. Oh, well. Max likes it. Does he? Yeah. Get out of here, Max. We're doing a podcast. Max, the Darth dog. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, this is uh, chapter 8, Show and Prove. I'm kind of unsure how I want to do this. Part of me says, let's do the credits like we always do. Part of it says, let's do them at the end like they're in the comic. Because I gotta say, I had a certain reaction when I first opened this comic up. I had the exact (laughs) same reaction. I was kind of like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, they didn't finish it. (laughs) Right. Bless you, Max. As you all know, Max is our third co-host. He's, no, he's the producer. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Is he the one to make sure we don't say too many curse words? Yeah, walking around, making sure we don't get an explicit tag. He found a grape. <laughs> found a grape. Max found a grape, ladies and gentlemen. He's excited. <laughs> woo Now he's like, what the hell are they doing? I find shit all the time. They don't ever do that. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um, why don't you go ahead and just do the credits? We'll just uh, we'll nip that in the bud, and then I'll, I'll explain why I was so surprised. So, story is by Jason Aaron and Jason Latour. Jason and Jason, attorneys at law. Script is by Jason Latour. Storyboards by Yves Bigarel. Art by Alagarza. Colors by Rain Madero. Barreto. Barreto. Letters by VC's Corey Pettit. That's true. And so you'll notice... We got... One particular name, one very important name, is different. Very. And that's uh, Ale Garza. And I gotta say, when I first opened this up, because the credits are not at the front. Like, you just dive right into the comic. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> it was not... You know, it... And we can talk as we go through this more about kind of pros and cons. But for me, it wasn't even that it was worse or anything. It was just Garza's style is very, very different than Paco Diaz's style. Really different. Like, a lot different. I will preface anything that is or isn't said on this podcast that I do enjoy Ale Garza's work. He's an artist that I 
have on my my favorable list. So um, we'll kind of see how that applies to this Marvel Infinite experience. But um, I do want to say that um, I do like him as an artist. So stay tuned to see if that holds up. In other words, if you bash him, you still like him. Yeah, or if I like him, I still like him. <laughs> so, all right. So all right, we're we ready for previously? Previously, Colin. Tricked by his lifelong nemesis, Sabretooth, into a, assassinating a hand ninja masquerading as a Japanese government official. Oh, is that right? I mean, he was actually an official. He wasn't masquerading. Like, it's not like they picked some fat slob and made him pretend he was an official. And this guy was a hand, member of the hand, but he actually, like, went into government. He was serving the hand. I don't know if I... I'm going to squibble with the the choice of the word masquerading in this uh, description here. Yeah, it actually doesn't bother me. Okay. It's kind of like a double agent. Yeah, that's not masquerading, right? Like he actually probably went and voted on things, and he had the hand interest at heart, but he was still an, he was a real politician. At least that's the sense I got. Yeah, but it wasn't his first, like, his the people weren't his priority. No, so we're going to say every time we get some a-hole in office in the U.S. that they're masquerading. Well, isn't that politics in general? <laughs> <laughs> okay, touche, moving along. Wolverine has become public enemy number one. Yeah, boy. I am going to do that every episode. I'm not going to read that sentence if you're going to do that every episode. <laughs> I'm just going to skip over We're going to edit with Torah script. Yes. Yeah. All part of Sabretooth's plan to legitimize his sect of modernized hand by infiltrating the government itself. Too legit to quit. Hey, hey. Yeah, that's right. It's 90s rap night here on the podcast that goes snicked. So represent your area codes. <laughs> well, the 034 is voting that you stop. I don't even know. What is that? 034? Yeah. Our zip code? The last three of our zip code? Oh, I thought it was the first three of your phone number. Yeah, like, like we're that's the, really like going to help. The, we're the 972, bitches. I'm the 214. I guess I am too on my cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway. I still got a landline. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm representing. Is that like listening to a rap song now that talks about beepers? Yes. Having a landline. Or like that stupid Maroon 5 song about the payphone, which don't pay even exist phone. anymore. Yeah. I think I put it on Facebook one time that I was going to write a song about my VCR. Can we finish the previously? <laughs> no. no, there's not much to talk about in this comic, so we got to take as long as we can on the intro. Oh, where was I? Uh, you, you Haunted finished the first by the paragraph. silver samurai, Sabretooth's right-hand man. Wolverine's path soon. <laughs> You're so trying to come up with something, aren't you? <laughs> my wheels are spinning. There's just smoke coming I'm out of my ears. I'm going to turn the iPad. Oh, I can't see it. <laughs> Wolverine's path is soon intersected with Sabretooth's next target, Osin Ono, a living book with the entire history of the oh, hand no. tattooed onto her skin. Sabretooth knows that her death would effectively wipe out the old hand out of existence. Aided by a last-minute rescue from Sunfire, Japan's national hero, Wolverine and Osin escaped Silver Samurai and his high-tech ninjas only to see Sunfire arrested by government forces. I don't think they saw that. <laughs> I don't think they did either. They I were drowning they were in the river, yeah. Which, uh, okay, we'll continue. Now, Wolverine and 
Osen are on the run again, utterly alone without resources, while the Silver Samurai must return to Sabretooth beaten and empty-handed. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So we open up to Super Ballet Toes. <laughs> Sabretooth's about to be in a black swan, or the Swan <laughs> King, or whatever it's called. I didn't even know that was Sabretooth. Should we talk about the art now? We, we open this up. You right obviously up. want to talk about it. But yeah, I can save it. I can be patient. No, let's talk about it. Okay. So I feel like there are some panels in here that are great. And I'll try to point those out as we go through them. And there are, are a lot of things about Garza's art that I like that I like in this comic. It was better on the iPad than it was on my phone at work. I will agree on my phone it worked. The sketchy stuff looked really sloppy. Whereas on the iPad, it works a little better. It's just kind of a stylized thing. I did. I I um, skimmed. Yeah. I'm not gonna say I read it. I skimmed through it at work, and one of the things I noticed was the very first thought I had was, did they finish it? Right, right, right. And so, okay, so that's part of the big contrast because Paco. He's very finished. He's very, yeah, very detailed, very clean. Yes. And Garza, while I love him, is not clean. No. He's not a clean artist. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. This actually, and not to offend Garza, this actually reminded me of, if you ever walk through an animation studio, the like halfway point. where Before it's, it's, it's inked and colored. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where it's, it's He's rough. that kind of artist. He's very sketchy. Yeah. Which is, and this is how I draw. So yeah. no, I like it. I guess all right. So I guess kind of my first question to you, and we probably shouldn't say this towards the end, but that's okay. Um, obviously, this decision was probably made because of scheduling. Probably. I mean, to keep everything out every week, this is the point of whatever the schedule was, however far ahead they had to be. That Diaz got behind. I'm assuming. Or no, I'm go, somebody I'm went on go vacation. Out on a, I'm sorry, what? Or someone went on vacation. Possibly, or whatever. Something happened that he needed to well, step see, I'm going to I'm going to assume, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I could be wrong, just based on how detailed his work is, that it probably takes Diaz a long time to draw a comic. I would so agree would, with that. It would make sense that it's acceptable, and there's nothing wrong with getting behind. I mean, everybody in comics gets behind art-wise, mostly. There's a few, we're, we're artists by there's nature. There's a few workhorses that don't. I mean, even the guys that, that are steady. Uh, one of the few guys, one of the few A-list artists that I've never noticed a problem with is uh, Greg Capullo on Batman. And that guy, I don't think there's been a, there's been like one filling issue in the last two years, I think. Maybe two. And he's month in, month out, brings his A-game. And so I want to throw a little prop out to him. Okay, so that said, you, do you personally think, barring whatever the schedule situation was, I'm not sure this was the right issue for Garza's style to fit in. But, but then, see, I'm kind of torn. All right, so let me, let me kind of make two points, and you, you tell me which one you think is stronger. Okay. All right. All right, so on the one hand, you have the point that Garza's style would be better suited for action and not just people standing around in static positions, which we have a lot of standing around in this issue. Yes. Okay. So that's one hand. On the other hand, if we're going to have to have an issue that doesn't have Paco Diaz, it's probably better 
to not be one with a lot of action because his action is so awesome. True. So it's kind of like Sophie's choice, I guess. Like, where do you stick? Even though Garza's art is also better in action, but do you stick him in the issue with the less action so you don't miss the action from Diaz? Like, like which do you think is more, I guess, more important as, to the reader or to, to well, you as okay. the reader? Well, okay. So, yes. I think it's good to stick him in a place where there's not a whole lot of action. However... With that being said, while I get your feeling that his art isn't great for static. Well, it's not that it's not bad. It's just his strengths play to Just from his art in the past, he, he does fighting really good. Right. But there are moments in this that his roughness actually gives certain characters more emotion. Yes, and that, that, like I said, there are some panels in here that that his strengths really shine, and I'll definitely point those out. Yeah. So, so I, I didn't mind him drawing this. In fact, you'll one of the things I noticed is that there are less. I'm gonna call them gimmicks, for lack of a better there, term. Yes, they the whole motion or partial motion stuff. Really, not much of it at all in this issue. Is Almost like reading a regular, like if I gave you yes. a code to one of the comics, like for the regular Wolverine, like just reading that on the iPad, there really was not very much of the infinite comic aspect to this one. Right. There's and there's a couple of little things. But. Uh, yeah, but I think it fit, actually. Had I think they tried to throw in a gimmick or a wink or a something like that, yeah. it probably would have seemed hokey. No, his style was not as conducive to that. No. And so I think that was a, whoever that decision fell on, I think they made a great decision. Right. All right, well, let's, uh, let's actually get into the story here. Okay. So we basically we have really pointing toes standing on top of a busted up silver samurai armor. And basically Sabretooth is um, giving silver samurai a hard time for getting beat by Wolverine. Now, I'd like to point out, how tiny this lair looks right now. It looks like a pretty small lab, yeah. Yes. It somehow grows. Right. So Sabretooth's being really sarcastic. He uh, talks about asking Silver Samurai what, what we're going to do next. Do you have any magic beans? Maybe a goose with a golden egg? And of course, Silver Samurai is, I have him right where I want him. Which is obviously not true. I would like to point out also that Garza's Sabretooth is a lot more... I don't want to say diminutive, but compared to Diaz, as he kind of is. He's just smaller in stature, not as... Got chicken legs. Not as bulky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he definitely has ballet toes. I like the way Silver Samurai looks here. I do, and... I like his little, like, skin suit that he wears under the armor. That's very uh, Iron Man, comic booky. Yeah. So you see also there's a lot of extra sets of armor and glass tubes you have anything else really to say about their conversation besides Sabretooth just trying to make Silver Samurai feel bad? No, I think he's trying to intimidate this. Yeah, definitely. You see, so he does this thing where he like uses his one of his claws to scratch Silver Samurai's neck and actually breaks skin, and we see Silver Samurai like sweat coming down his forehead. Yeah, like, like he's, he's very nervous. Like, please don't decapitate me. <laughs> and he knows. I mean, he has to know, even though he is Sabretooth's right hand man. He has to know from experience what a short fuse Sabretooth has and how he flies off the handle. Yeah, and I do like the panel where Sabretooth is uh, grinning. Yes, all right, so kind of the setup here, there's a there's a panel 
that was Sabretooth's hand on Silver Samurai's neck, and then two panels overlay it. And the top one is like Silver Samurai's eyes, and you see sweat on his face. And the panel right below that, almost completing the face in a mm-hmm. way, is Sabretooth from like the nose down. He has this giant grin that looks really, really cool. So this is one of the panels that I thought were uh, Garza's art really shined or shown in this issue. Yeah, I agree. So then uh, Sabretooth actually puts his hand all the way around Silver Samurai's neck and makes some corny line about, well, let's just say I don't bet on a pony to show. It's the winner's circle or the glue factory. That was cheesy. Yeah, it was pretty cheesy. Kind of a lame line all the way around. But he does scare Silver Samurai into dropping his drink on the ground. So he, it, the glass breaks. That's actually a pretty cool panel, too. It is cool, although I didn't know who threw their glass. If Silver Samurai dropped his or uh, if Sabretooth threw his. Like, threw it, like demonstratively? Like yeah. To make a point? Okay. Because in the very next well, panel. That actually, that's, that is possible, yeah. Like the table's gone? Right, so you can't see there's still a glass sitting there or right. Sabretooth walked out with his. Right. Oh, so what what do you prefer? You prefer to think that Silver Samurai like peed his pants and dropped his cup? Or do you prefer to think that Sabretooth like threw the glass down and tried to make a point? I kinda prefer Sabretooth throwing it like Okay. Like you you think I'm gonna kill you? Smash. Not quite. Right, yet. right, make him jump. Kinda. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like them both, so just to be contrarian, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I, I hope that it was Silver Samurai peeing his pants. <laughs> the listener, you can decide which one you think it is. And write in, tweet, Facebook, email. Something. Yeah, let us know what you think. Vote. Vote on what the broken glass means. Is there a prize? Uh, One of us gets to be right. Okay. According to the listener. (laughs) Whoever gives us an answer. Maybe when we're done, I'll uh, tweet Jason and Tour and see if he'll give me an answer. Nice. He'll probably ignore me. (laughs) But I'll give it a shot anyway. Like, who are these yahoos? Right. I do like, we see over kind of Silver Samurai's shoulder, an old school Silver Samurai helmet and with the face mask. Yeah. With kind of like the old samurai frowny face. Then we see, it looks like he's going to turn to some armor that's more traditional. Yeah. Now, I, I'm going to go on record as saying, because there's been a lot of similarities between this and the movie. Yes, a lot. I'm voting against this being like a giant armor. Because it's kind of the same shape. Because the Sam- Silver Samurai in the movie had kind of like the samurai helmet yeah. mask. And this new armor that Silver Samurai turns on also has it. My hope is not like big and hulking. I don't. I actually prefer the armor we've had so far in this issue to the one we had in the movie. I agree. And I it kind of bothers me all the similarities between this and the movie. I don't mind that. It's It shows uh, parallels and it's a good... It's good marketing because I think both are aimed at getting new readers. And we have something that, if a, all right, so if someone goes and sees a movie and they've never read a comic book before, I would say they might lean more towards trying this than a paper book. Gotcha. And so if you can kind of give something for them to latch on to as a fan of the movie, then I think this could lead into other comics, which would be either digital on Comixology or floppies at the comic shop. Floppies. Yeah. So, um, so actually, I don't mind because it hasn't been too much. Like, it hasn't been like beat for beat, but there's just kind of little things here and there that are reminiscent of the movie. And I think I think that's a pretty good strategy. This is the right kind of comic to do that in. Wolverine. Colon. 
Japan's most wanted. Yeah. So we get our title screen. That's pretty cool because it's all black and there's like a hot pink outline around the uh, the silver samurai armor and his eyes light up like he's being turned on. I mean, not being turned on, but... Right. <laughs> Someone was stroking his sword. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so then we open up and our first Wolverine is Wolverine getting smacked across the face. By a pigeon-toed something or other. Yeah. No, I like what you said earlier on the couch. What do you say your hand looks like? Oh, ostrich fingers? An ostrich foot is yeah. what it looks like. It looks like an ostrich foot. It looks like she has two fingers and a thumb and they're spread out. Like, I know, even better, they're little T-Rex hands. Yeah. <laughs> So while I like Wolverine's face in this panel as he's getting slapped with the arrogant dog, Ollie Garza's Usan Ono hand is pretty horrible. It's awful. I mean, no offense, Garza, but that's, that's a piss poor hand. You you need at least a few more fingers. Yeah, and at least, like, I don't know. An intelligent looking thumb. But I do really like Wolverine's hair. Yes, it does look good. That did this whole issue. His hair is, looks pretty awesome. His ears look a little pointy like Spock. A little bit. So we see Wolverine and Osan Ono. We're not at the bottom of a river, but at a campfire making s'mores. Aww. Wolverine's about to break out his uh, guitar and play Kumbaya. Kumbaya, my lord, Kumbaya. And for a guy with the healing factor and a metal jaw, mind you, he's rubbing his jaw like, mmm, that smarted. Which, honestly, you should have broken Ono's hand. Yes. <laughs> I gotta say, we see something that um I thought was gonna be foreshadowing that wasn't. <laughs> You see, like, a, they kind of pan out, and then we see the smoke of the fire, like, going into the sky and the full moon. I thought for sure it was an indication they were going to be, like, spotted, but Oh, I didn't not. get that. Okay. So, anyway, Wolverine and Osan Ono have a conversation that I don't really understand. Yeah, and, you know, I've read it twice. Yeah, I've read it three times so far. I'm going to read it again real fast right now. But um. Okay, so you be Wolverine, I be Osan? No, I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> But he talks about how there's too much at stake. Wolverine does. All right, in this panel, you had commented he looks really young, but his hair looks awesome in this panel. It does look awesome, but he looks like he's 18. I would say mid-20s. Maybe like 21, 22. 18. Okay. And he tells them they have no choice. And then Angelina Jolie, Osan Ono, says no choice. And basically she says that... Her whole life, she's heard stories and seen ninjas prepare to go fight Wolverine. That he's the greatest enemy the Hand has ever had. And why should she trust him? You know, everything she knows about him is that he's the enemy. Then we see uh, Osan Ono's holding her hand like a T-Rex. <laughs> with her two middle fingers it's together. It's like she's trying to make like a Vulcan mind grip. Yeah, or, or the, no, because that's, that's when the middle fingers split. No, that's... That's oh, that, when they oh, say You're right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of vanilla ice. <laughs> no, the Vulcan mind grip. He like puts the two together and he, he makes a T-Rex hand. Yeah. Okay. But she says that we don't remember their stories through songs or poetry like most cultures or even most other Japanese people, but all that remains of their history and their legacy is a bit of a mark of ink. And she rolls up her sleeve. And Wolverine looks at him. He doesn't have to roll up his sleeve because he's walking around with no shirt on. Of course he is. <laughs> you were a Wolverine, wouldn't you? Where is his uniform in all of this? Uh, let's see. It's not hanging up and drying it anywhere. Yeah, yeah where think? did those come from? He was in his uniform when they fell into the river. 
Well, obviously, he found one of his bars in the wilderness and got his extra spare change of clothes. He, there's a mole, and in the hole, he leaves his <laughs> uniform or a tree trunk with a bottle of whiskey in his right. uniform. And basically, she gets mad because she talks about how all these ninjas have died. The Wolverine, even the wounds they inflict on him, don't show. Like he has no scars. They just heal up. I guess that's what he's because he looks down in his arm and sees it like, oh, he's right. Oh, duh. Which he knew, but I Healing guess he's, factor. he's trying to be introspective or maybe just polite. I don't know. And then this is where I get lost. She says, what do you know of choice? He has a Woody in this one. <laughs> and this, her, she has like Muffet yelling face. <laughs> this panel, he seriously looks like he has a heart on. You think so? I thought so later, but... Anyway, so what do you think this, this line means? What do you know of choice? I think she's just trying to say he does whatever he wants. Like, he doesn't yeah, really so think about... Yeah, he chooses everything. Like, he has all the choices in the world, right? Yeah, but I think what he's, what she's trying to say is, like, if you don't... She didn't have a choice. She was to become the Book of the Han. Okay, so if someone came to him and said, Hey, Wolverine, you're going to be the Book of the Han. He literally can go, F you, and he walks away. So I think that's what she's referring to. Is it he has more so choices than her? She shouldn't have said, her. what do you know about not having a choice? Is that what she's yeah. doing? Okay. All right. I'll buy that. It just comes across weird. Yeah. I really you know like girls this. when they talk about their feelings. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to touch that. So, but I do really like this panel. We get a swim shot of Wolverine's eyes. Kind of spaghetti westerny again. Yes. But, but it looks it, really, really it cool. It does look really, really cool. And Garza nailed that, that frame. She says, what do you know of loss? And I can just see Wolverine's brain spinning a of all the people he has lost, especially young, he's been alive a really long time because of the healing factor, and he's seen a ton of people he's care he cares about die. You know, from Jean Grey to his son Dawkins to fellow X Men, he's lost. So it definitely kind of strikes a chord in him. And she says, "We can't risk doing anything. I'm the last. I guess she says the last of them. I guess she means like the good hand. Is I think that? so. Okay." I think she means the last of what was left of the original hand. Okay. And she says, uh, but you, an unkillable, mo- an unkillable monster, the greatest threat the hand has ever known. Like, it doesn't matter what you do because you're going to come out alive anyway. And so this panel, I really like Wolverine's nose and his it, sideburns. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And so, it, that sketchy type of drawing. It works really itself. well when he gets close up. Yeah. I guess close-up shots are a lot better than as far-away shots, I think. Although Osin Ono looks like she's 15. She does, but every but you said Wolverine looks younger, too, so I guess he's grading down. I guess so. Yeah. And Wolverine basically says, you're right, all things even. I don't care if the hand survives or not. I'm obvious we fought them. They, we cross on the wrong side of the path a lot. But I'll take this hand to the hand that Sabretooth is going to make. Because that'll just be, like, horrible, Awful. horrible. Yeah. So then I don't I get lost again. <laughs> he says he wishes this were simpler. That whatever secrets you hold as the Han can set us free of all this, but they can't. What? Not if we want the lives of your people to matter. I don't understand what he's trying to say here. I think what he's trying to say is there is no answer. There's nothing written on you that's going to tell us how to take down Sabretooth. But he like, says not no- if we want the lives of your people to matter. I think what he's trying to say is the only way for them to get out of this is for him to turn her over to Sabretooth. I don't think that's the plan. No, it's not the plan. That's why he's saying this isn't easy. Like, 
Okay. Well, that's, that's better than anything I have, so I'll, I'll go with it. <laughs> he says he wants help as he puts his nipple really close to her hand. I think what, what they were trying to get here was she grabbed his arm, he grabbed her arm, and now he's trying to walk away. Like, he's trying not to touch her. Yeah, maybe so. He definitely turns away. And then, uh-oh, she takes off her robe. About to go, wow-wow. Didn't we discuss this? What? Then we thought, g- like, the over-under on when they would hook up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did. We talked about it. What's funny is, is I think I was right. Because I think I said Wolverine would try to be honorable, but they'd still end up hooking up. Right, yeah. And here he is trying to be honorable. Yeah, and kind she of. gets all naked on him. Yeah. But he's got a nice bulge here when she walks up behind him naked. And we yeah. get a nice crotch shot. Yeah. And she's still making the T-Rex hand. <laughs> I wonder if her fingers are just stuck like that. Like she she's just can't separate her two middle fingers. <laughs> she's got webbing that keeps her fingers from opening like, up. <laughs> T-Rex. <laughs> oh, my so she gets naked. And, and she's missing a chapter of the book. Yeah, her belly's a little bare there. She looks uncomfortably young for a naked woman <laughs> yes. in this panel. It actually bothered me how big his hand was compared to her. Right. Uh, he can grab both her boobs, and he's about to. <laughs> she goes, our time is short, and I have much to teach you. Oh, my goodness. About to go out to Okay, but I will say... And then the sunrise. Oh, yeah. All night long. I'm going to pretend that (laughs) nothing happened. She literally explained the book. Oh, yeah. She explained the book. And he said, oh, my eyes hurt. I need to read that in Braille. (laughs) Put his hands all over her reading that book. You know her skin must be rough as all get out. (laughs) That's right. Oh, my goodness. So he said, I need to read the chapter on your left boob again. I'm not going there. <laughs> I refuse to go there. You refuse to go there. Okay. So anyway, in a panel that doesn't look that cool, we get a really sketchy version of Wolverine and Osanono trotting through the valley. In his suit. Yeah, his uniform's back on. Yeah. He found another tree. All right, so they found this village that they found on her body. It was a mole. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-cancerous. And Wolverine says, she says, this village is too small for what I thought. All right, so I want to point out that they see the river, they see the ferry, and they see the village right behind it. Uh Uh-huh. Just point that out. All right. And Wolverine, when she says the village is too small, he says, trust me, and there's one thing you'll come to learn from me, darling, that size is overrated. Not really the best thing you want to say the morning after Wolverine. (laughs) I have a tiny penis. Well, she she is small. Maybe she didn't know. <laughs> well, she's been locked up in a hut and getting tattooed her whole life. It wouldn't have mattered. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we see the boat. And this, I don't like this panel at all. N- Wolverine no. looks like he's made out of Lego. It looks like Lego Wolverine. <laughs> and we see an old lady with black fingernails, so she listens to the cure. Um, he says... Basically, says that her brain is finally turned to jello from the fireworm, which is one of the best like, analogies I've ever heard for drinking too much, ever. I mean, oh, I, I thought she was drinking tequila. Yeah, like the fireworm alcohol. I, the, I don't know. Oh, no, I thought there was like a real worm. Oh, maybe. 
And in the samurai world, they actually catch on fire like little dragons in the bottle. <laughs> I do love how the I don't background. like how the river is the same color as the dirt, and I thought she was in a boat that was stranded. I had to go back and look at the previous panels and go, oh, wait, that is water. Well, it's a really dirty it's river. dirty water. There's, yeah. But I like how the, the landscape behind them. I do, too. It's very impressionistic. It is. I thought that was cool. And the sketching part in this panel actually looks okay. We get like kind of a... Wolverine kind of has a very angular butt, but it works. Like it shows yeah. his posture really well. And it, the sketchiness lends itself to the old woman. Right. It does. Yeah. Then we kind of get a zoom out and and Osun Ono says, Oh no, Logan, are you sure of this? She seems... And Wolverine says... Like the banana done split? Yeah, that just doesn't seem like Wolverine. I hated that line. I can't tell if it does or not. I don't know. It's definitely sarcastic. I the, I guess it's because it's a banana. Had he said something like, you know, the bats are out the belfry or... I, I, that sounds worse. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to use the old advertising line. Okay, so don't use this exactly, but say something about a banana. <laughs> right. So basically, Wolverine says, we've come in search of the town of Hell's Wind, the ancestral home of the first clan. Is this the passageway? Oh, you mean that city right behind me? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't tell. Are we trying to say she's blind? Or is she just squinting because it's bright? I think she's squinting. Yeah, okay, because she has eyes on her. Plus, I think she's, it's her, it's a... It's her evil Yoda face. Foreshadowing that she's getting angry it's like when yoda acts mad that's what she looks like she does look like a female yoda yeah anyway she jumps all the way to the sun <laughs> and it says she ca- <laughs> and she calls wolverine white wolf which we both agreed that was an awesome name for it wolverine. is an awesome name for wolverine in japan he's a white guy like it doesn't make sense yeah. he's in america but yeah well and he's got the claws all right but then she says we've expect been expecting you wolverine all right, so what do you think is going on here? Is this like this lady is just a part of the old hand and the first clan and Wolverine's been fighting the hand forever, so they're prepared for if he ever showed up? Yes. Or do you think she's in cahoots with Sabretooth? No, I think it's the first one. All right, so you don't think Sabretooth knows that they would try to go here? I don't think so. because right, he didn't... So I guess the question is... He, he knows the Han exists because he wanted to destroy it. Do you think he knows all the contents of the Han? Or do you think he just kind of has a vague idea of the general history of the Han and that's good enough? I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he knows the general history. Right, and didn't take the time to read all the details. That sounds like yeah. Sabretooth. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think he knows that there's there's a Han. Right. And he needs to get rid of her. And, and that's about it. And then there's a few old ninjas that he needs to get rid of. Okay. Well, anyway, the uh, the the own little lady bangs her oar or bat or paddle on the ground with a big whoosh and like a big like super anime energy field. Yeah, Osun Ono's hair is uh, bright Frankenstein. Back, yeah, yeah, or Marge Simpson. Yeah. And Wolverine from the back in his silhouette looks like who? Batman. Batman without a cape. Yep. His cow makes the bat ears, so. Batman really should get rid of his cape. No, it makes him look like a bat. And you can use it like as a shield. I do not say blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, I am Masako, the fairy woman. 
No man crosses without meeting my fare. And for you, white wolf, there is hell to pay. To which Wolverine is saying, I've been to hell. Bring it. Because <laughs> he has. <laughs> All right, to be continued. All right, so uh, thoughts. What do you think? Okay, well, Denise has no opinion. So no, I, this, this, I don't know. This, I have been debating for a few hours now. I've been really kind of split on this one, too. Yeah, because part of me kind of enjoyed the comic for certain parts. Yes. And then the other part of me was so thrown by other parts that I wasn't really sure how I felt about it. I didn't okay. feel meh, but I wasn't excited, but I wasn't... Right. Uh, so I'm kind of... It's kind of a mixed bag. Um, I will Not say, really anything happened. No, nothing happened other <laughs> like than they got all. it on, but you're not 100% sure they no, got we don't it really on. Know. All right, so what do you, do you think... I mean, honestly, we kind of joked both ways. Do you think we know... He read the book. Right. And to do that, he had to see her naked. Do you think before or after they studied the book that they... Got it on? Yeah. Do you think he snicked her? <laughs> I I really don't want Wolverine to snicker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how come? I guess because I'm starting to not like her. Okay. And I guess I don't like her because I think she's walking around kind of pretentious. I mean, she she had some great moments when she kicked some ass on the train, but then she had some other moments where I just kind of felt like... Well, she's very angry and bitter towards Wolverine. I think you can't really fault her for that. No, you can't. But I I guess I feel like they're kind of making her more diva-ish, if that's really... A good I description. Okay. I don't really know if I see that, but I, I know well, where you're this, coming from. But in this episode, she's all blah, 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 blah. This makes no sense. I don't know why I'm so angry with you considering you've saved my life like twice. <laughs> Actually, she says, I don't know why I should trust you because you're our mortal enemy. And yet you've saved my life twice. <laughs> that doesn't count. No. That, that, that doesn't no. buy him any bonus as his points. Moral, as, as her mortal enemy, he should have just left her to die. Right. Yeah. That's the, I guess, had that conversation happen like in the beginning, kind of like, thanks for saving me, but you do realize we're enemies, so F off. Right. Like, I would have been cool with that. But he saved her twice, and she's been like, Wolverine. Like, come save me. And now she wants Had to. She? I don't, she hasn't done that. When she went flying out of the train, yeah, Wolverine she... comes and she holds on to him. All right. But she never, like, asked for help or called out, did she? I don't know. Bottom line, she's starting to bug me. Okay. Well, I disagree. Okay. You can disagree. But I, I will say, I kind of don't know where this is going anymore. Well, I'm going to go to the secret city and... Find something. Probably some magic sword or something. I don't know. Yeah, we only have seven episodes left. No, five. Oh, five? Okay, yeah. They're going to wrap this up in five? Yeah. The sword's got to progress a little more in the next five. Because this one is definitely filler. Yeah. The conversation, like the little scene, besides showing that he was intimidated by Sabretooth, the little scene between Sabretooth and Silver Samurai didn't do much for me. It was fleshable. Yeah. Actually... (laughs) Okay, so all of this, I think, could have been summed up. In the last, I don't know, they don't have pages, but the last three or four 
where she takes her robe off <laughs> and do like every other square until the end. That's really all you need. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and don't, even, honestly, and don't this... even bother like even mentioning that they were in the middle of a river last time we saw them. Yeah, that bugs me. I know. I mean, at least <laughs> it would have been kind of cartoony and Disney maybe and cheesy. But they're at a campsite fire. Maybe have like a little clothesline between the trees and Wolverine's uniform like hanging up. <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna mention something that I'm also kind of uh, split on. Um, all right. So I have, like I said, I really like Garza's art, and I can go through my long boxes and pull out a stack of comics of his that are great and where he does an awesome, outstanding job. And there are panels in here that are really good. Okay, but. I was trying to scratch my head and remember if he's ever drawn Wolverine before. And if he has, he may have done like a guest appearance. But other than that, I don't think he's drawn Wolverine. So this is kind of like his first crack at Wolverine. Okay. So that said, I feel like if you're a, a good artist, he's not like a superstar artist at this point. When you're that kind of artist, when you're, when you're an artist that has the potential to be great, and you've already been pretty damn good, and you get... A high-profile gig on a high-profile character. I think it's a must to bring your A game. And I think there's some pages in this that are guards as A game. I think there's some that are pretty good, but not as good of stuff as I've seen from him in the past. I don't know if that was because of the schedule. Maybe he had to do some of it faster than he wanted to. I don't know. I just I feel like because he's never really done a Wolverine book before, like this is his chance to be like knock people out and be like wow because he has the ability to do that i've seen him do it before uh he had a run on batgirl back before the new 52 that was just knock out of the park home run and so i know he's got that in him and there are there are panels in here that i liked a lot but then there's also t-rex hands yes and ostrich feet which is the same thing You know, and so, I don't know, I just, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm being too picky, but I just, I kind of, having, having seen his A game before, I would have liked to have seen his A game from start to finish, and really see, like, a stellar issue out of him, because I know he has it. Okay. And this is a, this is a chance, this is a high exposure opportunity to show everybody, like, how awesome you are, and you showed them how kind of awesome you are. Okay. So, Anyway. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. So, what are you gonna grade it? Let's uh, let's close up shop here. It's getting a very soft two claws. <laughs> Me too. Actually, before the iPad, it was a one. Yeah, it was a one in my book too. And until the, the, the sketchy stuff was just too muddy on my little iPhone. But once I got it on the iPad, um, in fact, the the little old woman is the only reason why it made it to two. Because I'm intrigued about the little old woman. You're intrigued to see if she goes Yoda? Like yeah. From, was it episode two where Yoda does the, yes, the flip-floppy so. Jedi yes. lightsaber fight? Yes. Or episode three, I can't remember. I think it's two. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I should am supposed to be more intrigued by this city of the first clan than I am. I'm not. There's not enough known about it yet to pique my interest, like what's going to happen there. Is it just a bunch of old empty huts? Is it like some great ninja master? But yeah, uh, I'm going to also give it kind of a a soft, limber two out of three claws. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't that good either. No. 
And kind of the same. The art was almost great, but not quite great. Yeah. So, all right. Well, cool. Um, real fast, uh, please leave an iTunes review. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at SnickCast. Like the Facebook page. You can search for the podcast that goes snicked on Facebook or the URL is facebook.com slash snicked podcast fan page. Email snickcast at yahoo.com. If you want show notes and stuff, you can go to snickcast.podbean.com. And uh, next up probably needs to be the August episodes are running out of August. <laughs> So we'll get that done as quick as we can. It's going to kind of be a blockbuster episode because we haven't done any of August yet. So there's going to be a whole lot of books in that one. But we'll get that to you as soon as we uh, conceivably can with our schedule on the holiday coming up. Yeah, so that's down the line. So until next time, hugs and snicks. Bye. Bye.